Hey gang, it's Mickey again. This episode will not be just me this time. Mike joins me to discuss Jimmy's Michigan concert from last Saturday. It was recorded in the Pine Knob parking lot immediately following the concert. Unfortunately, we did a really terrible job of it, forgetting lots of things and getting some things wrong. And instead of me coming in and constantly interrupting and leaving little audio footnotes to correct our mistakes, I'll simply leave our recording as is and do a proper review in the next episode or two when it's time for this concert roundup. So there's no need to yell at your podcast player about how wrong we are. We already know. We're just going to wait till later to correct our mistakes. That said, let's jump back to Saturday night to the Pine Knob parking lot immediately following the Jimmy Buffett concert. Okay, the year is 2016. It's June 18 still, I believe. I don't think I don't think it's turned yet. And we are in. We are in the Pine Knob parking lot, just having exited after this year's Jimmy Buffett concert at the old stomping grounds of Pine Knob, or DTE Energy Music Theater, as it's known. That's not what Jimmy calls it. And, well, he shouldn't. I don't know anybody that calls it DTE Energy Music Theater. Youngsters. The young that don't know any better. Well, I'm not allowed to hang out with youngsters, so huh. that takes care of that. So I have an excuse. So, um, let's see. I'm trying to send photos that I wasn't able to send earlier during the show because my phone sucks. I wouldn't blame your phone. I think it's connectivity because I had a problem too. Yeah, but some people still are able to get through. I'm sending up the photo of Jimmy doing the final song. And as soon as that photo actually goes through, I'm going to see if uh, Buffett News has the set list up yet. It might take forever to get through and my phone will probably die by the time. Well, you low on batteries? Yeah. Well, oh, not, I got a not too low. Oh, that's right. I'm still good. I got like uh, 18, 16%. There we go. It's through. Yay. There's the photo. JB at PK2016. That was my hashtag. Uh, okay. Damn it. What? Sorry. Damn it. Sorry. God. I don't feel drunk, but I'm acting drunk. I have no coordination anymore. I just yes. spilled beer all over Mike's tailgate. His actual tailgate. Oh, well. Oh, maybe Lorraine's oh, soon. Oh, it feels good to get off my feet. Okay, maybe I'll sit there right there. We're talking on my feet for nearly, what, 36 hours? Maybe more. Hey, you want to tell how your uh, your Buffett day started? Yeah. Yeah, my Buffett day started with... Oh, uh, hang on to that, because I'm off here. I took Friday off to... Uh, make some uh, final adjustments or apply uh, the final decals to our project car my son and I that are working on and uh, it took a little bit longer than expected in fact we pulled an all-nighter so uh, no sleep for me Friday night and that bled right into uh, a car show on Saturday that we were prepping for that's what we rushed for to get the uh, the car done for that car show so we went to that and uh, Andrew and I sat out there in the uh, what 80 eight degree plus heat on Saturday morning uh, for the car show and then uh, packed it in and came to the Buffett show right after pretty much uh, almost directly so here I am <laughs> and Mike did the driving it's been a long couple of days Go figure. <laughs> but I'm feeling fine <laughs> He's running. except for my feet <laughs> that's why I'm sitting on the tailgate right now I bought sandals and special for the concert. Probably a good idea. And my feet are hurting too. Well, maybe a bad idea. They're not exactly broken in. (laughs) I haven't worn sandals in a long time. Okay, uh, we got the an image to load from Buffett News. I'm still trying to get to the set. So we might have a set list. Let me see. Do we remember remember the first? Yeah, I do remember. Summer school. I was just wondering, should we talk about Huey? Should we talk about how we got our tickets? Should we talk about I don't know? Oh, uh, sure. Why not? It's it's your it's our show. We can say whatever we want. Actually, I didn't even say that you're wasting away on the North Coast after I gave the date. <laughs> Edit everybody, that in. Everybody was lost. <laughs> Everybody's going and. <laughs> Now's your chance. 
hit the put and show button? Yes. Um, well, we, uh, to go way, way back, because I haven't talked about anything in the many episodes that I've been doing. I haven't talked about our uh, so ventures at all. There's so. been no ticket uh, purchase stories yeah, we, at all? We, uh, Joe already knew, sh- sorry, Schmo already knew that he wasn't going to the show, but he still hosted his conference call that we usually do. Recorded Friday, February 26th. Is anybody there? I'm here, Mickey. Hey, Mickey. Is anybody else? Nope, I'm the only one. I was the first one. All right, yeah, I just, I'm getting ready to get my hair cut. And, but anyway, I guess I could talk to you. Mike told me, and I saw you guys texting the other day. I yeah. just didn't join in. So uh, you guys got two tickets then, huh? And there was a pre-sale yesterday? I knew nothing about that. Was there? Well, Wally said there was a pre-sale. Oh. I, yeah, I heard nothing about it. I had Jacob being a season ticket holder of the Pistons, you know, to help to help out and stuff. But in the meantime, I realized I knew something was bugging me about that date. I'm supposed to be out of town, but it's oh. not solidified. So right now I'm thinking... I'm not going, or I'm not buying tickets anyway. Oh, okay. And then, and then, uh, you know, if, it, if that falls through, I'll just try to scramble and get a ticket. And if uh, if it doesn't, we're still talking about a road trip anyway. So I was going to look into that. Hello. Hello. Patty. Hey. Hi, Patty. I'm glad you can join us. What? So glad you could join us. That was Mick saying hi to. Oh, hi, Mick. Sorry, I couldn't join right away, but you know this work stuff. Yeah, this is the least exciting one ever. <laughs> well, we're not trying to get tickets. <laughs> I know. Well, okay, so, I was hoping Wally, I was going to get you and Wally together. Like, Well, uh, actually, the guy I work with, Gary, you met him last year, I think, or the year before. I was telling him the situation, and him and his wife want to go, so I think I'm going to get a ticket with them. All right. And then I'll just bounce back and forth from Pavilion to Lawn, where my cousins are going to be. If we can okay. get tickets, yeah. that is, because we didn't know that there, that there was a pre-sale. Well, yeah, was there a pre-sale? I mean, like, uh, Wally said there was a pre-sale yesterday. I know nothing about a pre-sale. Me, I, me either. I, Gary, Gary just called... Um, Hi, Nobber. He called somebody and they said it was from 10 to 10 yesterday. <laughs> so, who knows? We probably, we may not even get tickets. And I knew that tickets were going to get snapped up instantly now that Jimmy's back at Pine Knob because... Smaller venue. Yeah, and three quarters of the pavilion are already reserved for corporations. Yep. So, we, uh, Mike and I decided to, uh, I, don't, I don't even know if we decided, it just kind of happened, didn't it? Yeah, you found this other um, yeah, I, outlet. I, yeah, I, I, f- I heard about this place, this site called Vivid Seats, and I was checking it out, and I liked the uh, I liked the way their website was set up, and I've since seen that StubHub is kind of set up like that, too, but I've never really used StubHub, and I just got kind of attracted at the idea of, of uh, being able to actually pick the seat you want on their site. And it, the prices were more than I would like, but they weren't terrible. No, I mean I don't think they were that far out of line. And from, then, uh, but then the they, they put an additional fee on it, which really sucked. It was like a forty-dollar fee per yep. ticket. So it's like even secondary market, we're getting screwed with fees. Yep. But anyway, we Mike and I got our tickets the day before they went on sale, so we didn't have to worry about trying to log into Ticketmaster at ten o'clock at exactly ten o'clock. We already got our tickets. We yeah. already ordered our tickets. We didn't have to play that dumb game. And uh, we got them pretty promptly. They weren't actual ticket stubs. They were just printouts. So we spent a couple months wondering, are these real? Huh. Are we going to show up and find that somebody else, somebody really has our seats already? That the actual owners of the ticket, of these tickets, are going to be there in, you know, ahead of us? But... Uh, so that takes care of the ticket buying adventure. There wasn't much adventure to it. No, it was easier, easier than ever. We didn't. There was no pain well, except for the money. And they were pretty good seats. There were uh, three sections from the front, three sections from the very first section. 
so we were in center four. We were a bit to the left of center four. So we had, we had decent seats, I thought. I thought they were good. I thought they were pretty pretty close. We were in the single uh, single letters. Yeah, we were row T, yeah. which is always good. Yeah, yeah in single letters. Any single letters. Triple is letters good. is the best. Double letters is where we usually would be. At yep. the end of double letters is where we usually would be. Yep. No, I think uh, they were good. Do you want to mention Huey Lewis then? or? Um, hey, I just did. Close. Somebody just got delivered in a wheelchair to the group across the way. She's limping. Oh. I'm just tired. We're 12 and we're at summer camp. Beautiful night, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Yes. It really is. <laughs> it's the friendliest parking lot attendant ever. I thought it was somebody that had a wheelchair was delivered, but it's... No, no. Somebody... Who wouldn't normally be in a wheelchair was delivered. Yeah. Okay, now I got you. Um, oh, so. here comes the red shirts. The blue wow. shirts are nice. The red shirts are not. Oh, we're tailgating. You're tailgating. I'm, sit- I'm sitting on a tailgate. I really am. You know what? He didn't say anything to me. I'm fine then. The red shirts. So, um, yeah, and, and uh, Schmo wimped out, and Patty was supposed to come tonight. Yeah, Patty she, bailed too. She wasn't feeling well, so she bailed. So it was just Mike and me. Smallest group since uh, many years ago. Down to two. And so, I guess that's it. I guess that's all the preliminaries out of the way, so we could dive into Huey. Sure. And? <laughs> I was uh, pretty impressed with, with Huey. I didn't realize there were... I was, you know, fairly familiar with a couple albums from back in the 80s, but uh, I forgot most of the songs. Mm-hmm. So it was uh, it was a pleasant reminder how many darn good songs these guys have. Yeah, there were... There were I think there's there were only a couple songs that I didn't recognize. Maybe like one that I had no idea what it was. But all the rest I recognized. Yeah, even I did, too. There were a couple from, um, well, there was one from Back to the Future soundtrack. Yep. And it's kind of surprising that a lot of those songs were off the same album. Yeah. Sports. Apparently, I'm going to have to buy that. And they were loud. They were surprisingly loud. You know, they sounded good. They were loud, but I thought the sound was pretty good. You thought it was too much? Oh, fellas. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. Well, I, would, I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting oh. it to be that loud. But I think they sounded I mean, it, it really wasn't good. Like, it wasn't like The Who or Van Halen loud. Yeah. But it was, uh, it was but, louder than I expected. But you could hear everything, right? Yeah. You could hear all the instruments. You could yeah. hear the, all the voices. Yeah. I thought I they... Could, uh, I could tell that my ears would be ringing by the end of the night. Yeah. So that's, that's old man me talking. And then Buffett was loud, too. Maybe it's those... Two huge walls of speakers that are appeared have been added yeah, to the venue. I really don't here. know what Pine Knob did, but the walls to the side of the stage—they look like they're solid speakers. Yeah, like they used a, to be just like, like reflective a wall panels, of speakers, right? Weren't they just like weird play, like, yeah, like panels? Yeah, yeah, they were kind of whitish. They're and I'm pretty sure they anymore. aren't. I'm pretty sure it wasn't a wall of speakers, but it sure looks like a wall of speakers. Yeah, it did. And if it wasn't, it was. Uh, all these different deflectors and everything obviously meant to enhance the sound. And uh, it did. It, I, feel, I think we agree. So, it was louder. Yeah, we have no record of... Uh, well, the first song he did was Heart of Rock and Roll. I know that. Because mm-hmm. I was waiting for him to say, Detroit! And he did. He did, of course. Of course, and that was cool. And I remember way, way back, I think it was 1984, yeah. we were talking about it earlier with some guys in the parking lot, the first concert at Pine Knob where they walled in, or they, they filled in the hill and made it one solid hill, as opposed to two sections with a with a walkway through the middle of it. They oversold the uh, hill, so I'm, actually I'm going to skip that because I know I've talked about this. But I made sure, I was walking across the concourse right when they were singing that, that song, and I made sure to jump up when he said, Detroit, so I could see him do it. <laughs> and I timed it perfectly. I was able to see him, and then I fell back to him. <laughs> so that's the only moment of the I show dropped, that you saw. I dropped. Yeah, exactly. That is the only <laughs> moment I saw anything on stage. 
because then I went up to the hill and it was oversold and I wound up on the other side of the hill and it sucked. It sucked so bad that I left the venue and and listened to the rest of it from the parking lot. Anyway, so that's my that's my Huey Lewis story from the past. Flash forward to the future. Yeah, we got oh, back to the future. Ooh, how appropriate. But no, there, was, there were some really good songs in there. I forgot about them. We had a much better Most view this time. And yeah, there were a lot of good songs. He did Power Love from Back to the Future and Heart and Soul and Want a New Drug, yep. Working for a Living. Yep. And I know there are some more. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Um, what's the barbershop? If this is it. Yep. Well, anyway. Well, just look at the sports. Read all the songs from the sports. <laughs> and Except then, for uh, the two dud songs. Yeah. Most of those songs were played tonight. That was good. It was really good. Yeah, and, I was impressed. Uh, I liked it. And he started... I'm glad we didn't skip out on it. I, a lot of people... It was. I will say the, the pavilion was maybe half full. I the think people that were there, though, were yeah, pretty enthusiastic. They were loud. The people that were there were indeed loud. Yep. So it was nice. And Jimmy uh, gave an introduction. Yep. He, introduced, he introduced Huey Lewis, and I managed to videotape that. Yeah. Hello, Pine Knob. Hello, Michigan. What's up? Summertime. And we got Huey Lewis in the news. Crank it up tonight. I don't know. Let's go. See y'all in a little bit. And he came out with a, he introduced him with a very raspy voice, which got us concerned that maybe he wasn't going to be in the best voice this I evening. didn't even hear his voice. Buffett? Not tonight. I, well, not he did the intro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he sounded pretty raspy. Oh, I didn't notice. Oh, yeah. I heard him raspy from the uh, first, the shows from the May, or the, yeah, the oh, shows no, from no. the May leg. No. Where I heard he had that, that hoarse voice. Yeah, when he introduced Huey, I thought, I that hit me right away. Like, oh, geez, he's got a cold or something. Mm. Something's, uh. This could affect our show. I did not notice that. Yep. And they played about an hour, I guess. Or up to eight. So it was probably less than an hour. Yeah. But there was an encore, and I, you know, yep. so it was cool. I don't remember the encore. It was another song that I forgot they even did, which, <laughs> which I'm glad they played, because I thought, wow, I would hate to miss that song. And I was thinking, I think they ended like right around 8 o'clock and I was thinking oh Jimmy's going to show up at like 8.15 but he didn't show up till after 8.30 so it was a long wait and the first song of tonight's Buffett concert was Summer School mm-hmm. which I thought was good I've heard I've seen some complaints about Summer School but I like it I think it's a decent song ah, that's a good opening song second song was Brown Eyed Girl as if this was Alpine Valley or something because huh. usually that's the second song there Third song was Coconut Telegraph. Um, I don't, I don't recall anything special about that. Mm. Or Brown Eyed Girl. Brown Eyed Girl was pretty much the same. Yep. It seems like, yeah, nothing's jumping out when I see Coconut Telegraph. But it was a good song. Yep. Grapefruit Juicy Fruit was next, which I'm already on record as not being a huge yeah. fan of. Yeah. But everybody seemed to like it. Yep. The next was Son of a Son of a Sailor. Followed Which I knew because he pulled out the old 12-string guitar for that, so I can tell something like that one was coming. Followed by Come Monday, and of course he mentioned Raven Gallery. Raven Gallery. Next song was Meet Me in Memphis. Which you didn't recognize at first, because he kind of 
gave it a New Orleans. I knew sound I knew too. that was going to be the, the the song because he kind of he laid it out there, right? He told a story that made you think it was Meet Me in Memphis, but then the way they started the song had me doubting that it was Meet Me in Memphis. It didn't sound like it, but then it, it caught its groove, and then oh, okay, there it is. He took the R and B sound out of it, and he put like the the New Orleans sound to it. I can't. I can't think of a way to describe the New Orleans sound. Uh, well, it just started different. It started, I don't know, it's hard to describe. Then the uh, Clairvoyant Coconut introduced 5 o'clock somewhere. Yeah, the whole Clairvoyant Coconut <laughs> thing. <laughs> I was not a huge fan of it when I first heard it uh, in, the, I think it was the Nashville show was the first show of the tour. And it just reminded me of the Tiki Time tour, which I did not like because of the tiki god doing all the narrating right. and Jimmy playing off I mean every song was a skit instead of instead of uh, wisecracks with Mac he was talking to a pre-recording of a routine that he had to follow all right and I just didn't really care for it and this was this is pretty close I mean it's it's slightly better because at least it's a celebrity voice and it's a cool celebrity plus that celebrity we like so jimmy's had uh, interactions with this celebrity in the past in a very old movie mm-hmm. um i don't know if i want to give it away i mean everybody probably knows who it is by now but i, I feel like i should keep it a secret for people that are still intending to go to the tour um after five o'clock somewhere the, the thing that kind of bugged me was since the the intro was pre-recorded jimmy can't can't uh, have some fun with Mac because that's usually there are so many clips in my concert roundups yeah. that are with Jimmy and Mac introducing five o'clock somewhere. Yeah, little ad lib things. Yeah, having some fun, making each other laugh, and now that's gone because the introduction's pre-recorded. Yeah, it's got to be the same. Next song, song nine, according to this list, was the song that was on the top of the list for the door number three website page list thing. And uh, I guess top Which of the I list. Which I forgot to vote on. Yeah, Mike hasn't voted. I just voted once. I guess you can vote many times. I just voted once. And the song at the top of the list for today was Love and Luck. Which I liked. The guy next to me was just was just delighted by it. Yeah, I heard him. He was he was uh, singing out really loud and yeah. everything. I was kind of surprised he knew the lyrics before Jimmy even started it. But then I heard some grumbling. I don't know if it was people next to me or in front of me. About the song? Yeah, like they didn't like it. But I thought, what's well, not the like? It's not that bad. Yeah, I'm, of a song. I'm just disappointed because I want I want to hear really rare songs. Yeah. I'm always waiting to hear a song I've never heard him do live before. And when he announced Love and Luck, I was disappointed because I've heard him do this song. Yeah, but I like the song, so I was okay. And it was it. supposed to be songs he hasn't done in 10 years. I swear he's done this song recently. Huh. Are they coming back? Is that the red shirts? Uh, yep, I think Red Shoots are coming. Now we're going to get kicked out. The there's next a, song. There's a lot of cars around here, though. Yeah. The next song up was the uh, mashup with I Don't Know, I Don't Care and the Spicoli theme. And I, I liked know. that. Yeah, it was cool. But it, I I heard it before because I listened to the Nashville show. Okay, I didn't hear it before. So it was so, cool. But to yeah, me. It, it was cool. It was cool. And, and I like was, I Don't Know and I Don't Care. I like that song anyway. That was a loud one. Because Peter Mayer's uh, guitar solo was amped up, and also the keyboard that Mr. Utley was playing had a really tinny sound to it, and it's like, oh, my ears are going to be hurting after this one. But I liked how they bounced back and forth between the songs and everything. So it was, that was fun. Next song up was Fins. Not much you can say about Fins. Yeah, fins is Fins. Yeah, it was great. It's I've always liked to see everybody do the, yep. the Fins Gotta dance, do it. even though they only do two thirds of the Fins dance. Yep. Next song up was Margaritaville. Yep. Got to do it. And I haven't checked the other shows from the May leg, but Jimmy took a break around this point, where he would do he would take his pee break. And the band would do Banana Wind, the instrumental Banana Wind. And then they would play a video. So Jimmy had, Jimmy took two songs to get back on stage. Tonight, they didn't do those. So I'm wondering, does that mean they dropped that from the tour? Or is was there, was there a time limit and they had to drop it for tonight? Oh, that could be. So we'll find out, I guess, on, uh, on Tuesday. 
for the next show. Yep. But they did not take a break. They went from Margaritaville into Delaney Talks to Statues. And that was, they, they broke into the, Jimmy called it their bluegrass band, but it was just an acoustic band because Delaney Talks to Statues wasn't bluegrass. Wow. The next song was more bluegrass. Did you, what did you think of Delaney Talks to Statues? It was just okay. I mean, I, I've never been a big fan of the song anyway. I mean, it's, it's entertaining, but, and I don't know if it really fit the whole, you know, bluegrass acoustic <laughs> thing that they I were liked, doing. I liked it. I like the way they did it, but to all, all this talk about the bluegrass band, yeah. and then they just play just a normal song with acoustic instruments. Yeah. It's like, yeah. well, that's like that's like the Huey Lewis thing, where they said they're going to do an acapella song, and yet they did it with instruments. You're right. I'm thinking. Uh, You're right. Not really acapella. Yeah, they brought all these all these <laughs> microphones to the front of the stage, and I'm thinking, does that mean Jimmy's coming out? Yeah. Maybe Max coming out, and they're going to join in on one of the songs, and then. It was just half the band went to the front of the stage to sing harmonies while the rest of the band continued playing, and Huey Lewis said that was the a cappella part. False. Yes, obviously unaware of what a cappella really means. <laughs> he meant doo-wop, I guess, instead of a cappella. Uh, I think that was, if this is it, I think that's the song they did then. I think you're right. Anyway, but so that's the yeah the blue. But I like I like Delaney Tux. I'm, I'm not a big fan of Delaney Tux's statues as a song, but I thought the performance of it was really nice. It, it mm. sounded nice, just done acoustic, laid back acoustic version of it. The next song was the medley, the Glenn Fry medley. Yep. Of Gypsies in the Palace and Take It Easy. Now Gypsies in the Palace we've heard many times, mm-hmm. so that really didn't do all that much for me. But I had forgotten that. Glenn Fry was involved in that that whole story, and I've heard that before. Right? We knew that he was neighbors or whatever. Yeah, he's in. He's on the album. Yeah. So this is that that part. You know. You know, I had forgotten about that, and so that was kind of cool to hear about that again, and so that made sense. But when they uh, they mixed in Glenn Fry's "Take It Easy," mm-hmm. that was cool. I liked to hear that. That part I did like. And they put uh, images of Glenn Fry on screen, and then they put images of Gordy Howe on screen. And the crowd went wild. Yeah, it was cool, but it's like, what does Gordy Howe have to do with this? Yeah. I mean, it's nice that you're giving him a tribute, but it just seems kind of gratuitous. Yeah. Well, But it did, it it got the crowd on their feet. Tributing, they're uh, giving tribute to local heroes, I guess. Speaking of being on their feet, Delaney Talks to Statues was the one time we sat down. Yes. Everybody sat down. Everybody sat down. And now, we used to complain about people sitting down, but now we're old enough that we got a great bit of relief by sitting down for one song. Yeah. But then they popped up again for Gypsies, which was nice. Yeah. I hate when once you sit down, everybody hates to get back up. Well, and even then, not everybody got up for that, but everybody got up for Take It Easy. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's true. That is true. That is true. I forgot. We were still sitting for yep. gypsies, yep. but as soon as take it easy, because it's like because then have to. it was clear that it's a tribute, and yeah, people are going to get up. It's a memorial, yep. so we have to we have to stand, get on your feet, yep, while we salute Glenn, Glenn Fry, yep, and so also by the way, Gordy Howe, yeah, he's a local guy too. Yeah, it's true. He said Glenn Fry was from Detroit, yep. which I don't think I knew. After take it easy was changes. And I was kind of surprised to hear changes so early because I'm used to last year when it was practically the last song. After changes was oh we forgot to mention that uh, "Son of a Son of a Sailor" was the album for this yes night. That's why yeah, a number of songs came from the album. Yeah, he picked. Uh, he was going in order. I, I guess they were going to pick albums at random originally, but they just decided to do it in order. And the next album up was "Son of a Sailor," which. I was pleased to hear because uh, it's got a lot of uh, great songs on it. Yep. It's a great classic album. Yep. It's part of the Holy Trinity, the Holy Triumvirate, and uh, of Changes, Son of a Sailor, and Fins. Volcano, sorry. Volcano. Oops. Yep. Sorry about that. Yeah, Changes, Sailor, and Volcano. And, uh, but then... He announced it, and then he launched into Son of a Sailor at the title track, and it's like, that shouldn't count, because you'd be playing that song anyway. I, <laughs> That's I don't, true. 
I don't want that counted. <laughs> you said you're going to play three songs off it. That one yep. shouldn't count. Yep. And like I was joking with Mike, does that mean when he gets to the Greatest Hits album, he's going to play every song off it? Because that's just not fair. We only got three songs off Sailor. They're going to get 13 songs or yep. 12 songs. Not fair. You're right. I agree with that. But anyway, um, I mentioned that because next up was the second song from Son of a Sailor, and it was Cowboy in the Jungle. Which was awesome. Yeah, it was very cool to hear, but we have heard it before, and I'm pretty sure I heard it within 10 years. Yep. So I want my money back. <laughs> I wanted to hear, like, Last Line, or African Friend. I wanted to yeah, hear some but Cowboy stuff. in the Jungle. That's, I always like Cowboy yeah, in the Jungle. Yeah, it was cool, and, and it, of course we were thinking about Greg, because yep. that's his favorite song, so it was like... Jimmy, Jimmy's unconscious uh, gift to Greg. Yep. Um, next up was Knees in My Heart. Hey. It was cool. It, the, I thought the crowd really The crowd did get into well. it, yep. Because that's not exactly that popular no, song. But, but everybody's everybody, dancing around. Everybody got into it. Yep. Next up was Cheeseburger, which was introduced by the Clairvoyant Coconut. Yep. And the then, crowd got into it, as usual. After Cheeseburger, it was Pirate Looks at 40. And I was... Usually this is the high point of the concert for me because I love hearing Pirate, mm -hmm. but I was totally distracted by everybody's phones because they had, they had their uh, their flashlights yeah. on. Yep. And it was just so cool. I don't think I'd ever seen that before. I'm. I I didn't know I didn't know they coordinated themselves. Yeah. They they all got together while I was in the bathroom or something and agreed <laughs> to all put their flashlights on on their cell phones yeah. and wave their phones around. It was so cool. I was I was busy taking photos of the lawn and the and the the, uh, the other sections of the pavilion, yep. getting photos of all those stars dancing. That was kind of cool in the audience. And all the lights are exactly the same. All phone lights are apparently yeah, they're exactly all, they're the all same. White LED all lights. White. <laughs> The same brightness and everything. So I was taking tons of photos, so I'm going to put those up on uh, probably Flickr, and I'll put the link to it on our blog at wastingaway.net or northwestcast.com. That's Pirate Looks at 40. Next up, One Particular Harbor. And yeah, It's uh, always good. Got to hear this, it. This part of the concert was exhausting. Cheeseburger? Well, not Pirate. I take it back. One Particular Harbor was exhausting. Followed immediately by Southern Cross, which was exhausting. Yeah, yeah. Followed by Volcano, which was fairly exhausting. Yeah. So my poor arthritic ankles <laughs> in these new sandals were... Hey, you sat down for a while, so you had to... It was time. You had your rest. Yeah, I rested during Delaney Talks to Statues. That's right. And part of Gypsies. Yep. Then uh, Jimmy took off, but wasn't gone very long. Came back out for another Saturday night, which I was upset by, but Mike thought was cool. I thought, I love that yeah. song. I was just upset because he did it last year. That's okay. I'm fine No, was it. it was it at Comerica? He might have done it two years ago. It wasn't last year. I would have remembered that. And he did it two years ago. But I like that song a lot. And I would rather see that song every year than Southern Cross every year, to be honest. And the next song up... The second encore was Everybody's on the Phone, which I forgot he did because he, he did it for Nashville. And when he was doing the intro, it's like, oh, that's right. I forgot all about this song. And the hilarious part was as soon as it started, the row behind us emptied out as yeah. if that was a fire alarm to yeah. their ears. They took off. Well, they weren't the only ones. En masse. They all filed out. Yeah. they lo He lost a big part of the crowd. <laughs> it's like, don't you dare insult song. my phone. Yeah. That was hilarious. Yeah, the uh, a lot of people headed for the exits. The two people immediately to my left, because you were to my right, they were gone for the most of the beginning of the show because they went to the lounge, and he showed up right before Love and Luck, like in time for the intro to Love and Luck. He stayed around. I don't remember when he took off, but he he took off after maybe four or five songs. And he was telling me that in the lounge you get uh, free refills. Yep. Gentlemen, how you doing? Yes, Hi. good. How are you? Good. Are you waiting for somebody? Because we have to have you inside your vehicles. Oh, really? Okay. okay. We can do that. Sure. It's moving real fast. If you're if you're all here, there's a shot. Clear. Uh, see those cars right there? Oh, yeah. You're good to go. Oh, yeah? They're it's, going, it's it's going right out. Okay, great. Okay, yeah, that's better. Okay. okay. We'll Thanks for coming. All right. Yeah, Hope you, you had a good night. Yeah, we did. Great. It was excellent. Drive thank careful, you. careful, okay? Will do. Sure. Two sides of the road. Oh, here. All right. Oh, if you 
There, I have the control. No, we can, the last song, I don't think we have anything else to add if, after everybody's on the phone. Well, it was the coast of Marseille, right? Yeah, I was, well, I was talking about the two, the two people to my left. They, uh, they showed up right before Love and Luck. They hung around for four or five songs. He was telling me how cool the lounge is because you get free refills. And then he disappeared again and never came back. Yeah. So I think he was more interested in drinking. Yeah. And, I, and he was saying that you can't really hear the show from the lounge, so he didn't know it had even started. Oh, I thought he said you could hear the show. Oh, I thought, he, I thought he said he couldn't, and that's why he was late. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I then it's like, I would rather drink than hear the show. Yeah. Apparently, because he took off and he never came back. And then during everybody's on the phone, the other people that were in that were to the left of me took off. So I had I had a clear shot to the aisle for that entire song. And then the final song was Coast of Marseille because it's off Son of a Son of a Sailor. Yeah. And that was very nice. It was a full band version. It wasn't like Jimmy just did a solo because most of the band stayed on stage. So it was nice. It was very nice. And then we took off, and that's it. So we have a 34-minute episode. Nice. Unless we want to continue inside the truck. And we'll find out in a couple seconds. <laughs> that's fine. What else are we going to do? I don't know. Uh. Coast of Marseille, like... When uh, when he first introduced it, are you still recording? Yeah. When he first introduced it, I was kind of like, I was a little bummed. I was like, oh, you know, I don't know if I really feel like hearing that. You know, and then, uh, but then when he started to play it, I was on, I was uh, kind of on board. Grabbed it, and I was okay with it. He did a good job with it, I guess is what I'm saying. The sad thing is, I was hoping that seeing the set list would... Crap, almost fell out of the hey, damn You're having a hard time with this damn slope. Thing. We're parked on a slope here. Reaching for the car door almost fell out of the freaking truck. Mick's been struggling with the slope of the whole... Yeah, we're on a slight slope, and I can't get used to it. It's, uh... I'm always caught by surprise why I feel like I have to fall over backwards every time I turn. <laughs> anyway, I was hoping looking at the set list would jog my memory about things that Jimmy had said and I might be able to introduce what might be highlights from the show, but I don't remember any uh, particular highlights. Well, there was the one part where he said, where he talked about a beach ball. Try Costa Marseille, like a beach oh, ball. Oh, yeah, yeah, he had lived that in there. That was kind of cool because it hit, he got hit by a beach ball. And I didn't see it. I had oh, my, really? I had my phone up and I was, I think I just stopped recording when it happened. Oh, no, he got smacked with a beach ball, so that's why he, uh, that's why he said that. So that was pretty good. He reacted. Kind of cool. Yeah, so I don't have any idea. I don't have any video of that happening, even though I had my phone right in front of me with my finger over the record button. Yeah, there we go. We're getting waved down. Yep. As long as it doesn't bog down up ahead here. Over to Sashaba Road. I thought we were going to get pushed out the back, but they, uh, they had it closed off. There we go. We're through wow, the driveway. this is fast. We're on Sashaba Road. We're being forced to make a left, which we would be turning left anyway. And those guys were polite. <laughs> they were nice. Well, I think it's the fact we were just sitting around rather than... Yeah, I guess, guess we weren't drinking, so... Yeah, we couldn't tell that I had a beer. Well, I had my water bottle. And we were just sitting, sitting on the tailgate. We were tailgating. You were. I was standing nearby. Oh, I was clearly tailgating. Ah, that dork. Guy in the right lane ran out of road huh. and no one's letting them in. That's gonna happen. So overall I guess uh, I was pretty charged up. I liked the show. He kind of lost me a little bit with everybody's on the phone. I could have done it without <laughs> that one. But. Yeah. But 
he's right. Everybody was on the phone. Everybody's on the phone. But uh, I don't think it was all that obnoxious. I've seen worse shows where people just have their phones up constantly. Yeah, but it was... I, I enjoyed it. It was good. It oh. was fun to get to Pine Knob again. I like that venue. Yeah, it's been a, a while. It's been maybe five years yeah. since I've been there. It's a good venue. Except on the way up, it had been such a long time since we'd been. And uh, last time... Beers were nine dollars. Right? <laughs> I mentioned that. Yeah, and land sharks were nine dollars. I don't know about other beers. Is uh, do you think the beer is still going to be nine dollars after five years? And I thought, ah, nah, probably ten dollars, maybe eleven dollars. <laughs> and it wasn't even land shark. It was just like blood, Bud Light. It? it was Bud Light, but it was a bigger can. It was like a sixteen ounce can. Mm. But still. Yeah, because I think the land sharks were just twelve ounce bottles, weren't they? Yeah. Or were they cans? Uh, you know, I don't know, because I just walked out, walked away with a cup. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I was kind of surprised they didn't advertise Landshark. They just had their regular plain old beers. Of course, we didn't walk around at all to the other, um, the other, uh, kiosks or anything. We stuck yeah, that's to the true. closest one. I thought we had lots of time, but it, it just passed by fast. You mean between the time we got in there? And yeah, the, the time to just do stuff when we were... It went by so fast, because we were we got in, and we basically... We, we, weren't, we went to the bathroom, which wasn't crowded. No, I meant when we got to the... When we got to the lot, it seemed like, oh, we got plenty of time. We can just have our drinks, eat, yeah, yeah, walk around, check fast. out the merchandise. And then it's like... We, uh... Like all of a sudden, hey, we better start packing up. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like it right after we ate. It's almost time to get ready to go. Because I wanted to go out and shoot video of the parking lot like I always like to do. Videotape people tailgating. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I got hassled in yeah. VIP. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why. It was a, a VIP. We should have just gone straight to the uh, common areas. VIP, you got all, you know, your snobs that are worried about it. But it, it wasn't like they were being snooty about it. Oh, what's this? What? What's going on here? It was just like, hey, dude, what, what are you doing? It was just drunk assholes that were giving me a hard time. And usually that's not the case. Usually it's, woo! Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll walk around with it and put with my camera, camera, and people will see the camera and they'll wave to yeah. it and smile at it and pose for it. Now it's like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. That's rude. So it's like, screw it. So yeah. I packed up my camera and went back to the truck. Screw this. That's weird. I think it. I attribute it to a VIP lot. It's a so, different level. This year's video might be more concert than tailgating yeah. and our tailgate was the usual sad display <laughs> hey we had a canopy yeah, yeah that is true we had a can. We didn't use the chairs just because we were just I used a chair well yeah that's true eventually you used the chair but we didn't start using the chairs we had a canopy and chairs but we didn't have a lot of room to put the canopy out so the canopy was basically just shading the whoa look at all those wow. bright lights wow here's the traffic um, it was just shading the tailgate. Which, since it's just the two of us, it didn't matter. It was <laughs> fine for and us. We, we don't do any grilling or anything like that. We just had our usual subs. So we're just... We're, I'm just crouched over the tailgate <laughs> eating my sub. And we had uh, the only official margarita... Oh, no, that's not true. The only official margarita product I brought was chips. Was the tortilla chips. And I brought assorted other chips and that was it for me you got uh, margaritaville mix yes. for the tequilas yep, and you have this fancy new recipe where you use cheap beer yep. in your tequila I mean in your margarita yep I use a, a, a mix usually a high quality mix and usually to me they're too sweet that's the problem I have with the mixes they're too sweet you need I used to do uh, limeade I'd thin it with limeade but then uh, I uh my sister had a, been on vacation, my sister, we went to a, a craft brewery, and they made beer cocktails, they called them, and uh, they were pretty darn good, and you, 
you didn't even know there was beer in there. They were just good cocktails. So I thought, well, what the hell? I'm just going to try that. I'm going to make a margarita like that. So uh, that's what I've been doing. It's, it's pretty good. It cuts it. You have to use a beer that's like light enough to not have an overpowering flavor to make your drink taste like a beer. But uh, you stick And use like, only uh, a little bit of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't go overboard. Don't make it half your just drink. Just use a little bit. Yep, you just thin it. Just take the... Uh, take the sweetness edge off of your mix because like i was saying earlier i remember schmo trying to make a margarita with beer and it just tasted like you'd poured margarita into a cup that had recently had beer in it yeah well and that it makes a difference too what kind of beer you're using you're not going to use corona Mm. because that's got a very distinctive overpowering taste to it you got to use like i've been using tecate yeah, which our store didn't have, and or the store you went to didn't have. Yep. So I wound up getting Coors Light, which is a pretty, you know, it's a very very light beer. So yeah, somebody passing by asked for one. So yeah, they offered to buy one. It doesn't have an appeal. Some yep. late comers. Yep. And I didn't even charge them. I just. But well, that's just the kind of gift person one. You and, are. Yep. Sent them on their way. Well, they chatted for a little while, and then they uh, went on their way. Speaking of people in the parking lot, we're jumping around all over the place, but the people across from us had a big display. Yeah. Including two inflatable sharks with boobs drawn on them. Yep. And uh, they were asking for donations of bras to put on the sharks <laughs> to cover up their their shark memories. And I don't think it worked out as they had planned? Well, they got... Two bras, but I think, I think they were bras. Were yeah, they were bras. Exactly, they were bras they, that they brought. Yes. And that's the quote that I put on Twitter: "Don't put my bra on the floor or yes. something like or on the ground." Yep. So one of the women, one of the wives, shouted that out, and it's just like, where else would you hear that but at a Buffett tailgate, <laughs> or at a bra store? But we weren't at a bra store. But they were, they were partying it up, so they, you know, they were feeling pretty good. So they would, any time a uh, group of attractive women would walk by, they would accost yeah. them, ask for donations, ask for donations. Of and bras. then, it, and then, the, probably the husbands are going, "What? I gotta pay you for this?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what I thought. I overheard that, and I thought they were telling me that I had to give a donation. That they were actually asking for money yeah. for their stupid little display. Oh, sorry, for their uh, little parrot head display. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so we took care of that. That's that's part of the parking lot adventure. Um, I can't think of anything else. I think we've covered everything. Oh, the uh, merchandise? What did you think of the Oh, yeah, that's right. Merch? Yeah, we didn't see the merchandise at first because we, we were in such a rush to get to our seats before Huey came out that we didn't look for merchandise. We only saw it on the way out. And actually, we made a special stop to see it because we could have just headed to the parking lot. We had to actually break out of the line to head toward the merchandise. Yep. And um, I really didn't get a good look at it, so you're going to have to kind of tell me. Yeah, you um, know. This, I, you pointed out the hats, and I didn't, they didn't seem all that special because usually I buy hats. I don't buy t-shirts. Yeah, the hats, to me, they look, I don't know, they're kind of elementary. They didn't, they didn't do anything for me. And the one with Buffett's name looked really familiar, like it was a holdover from last year's tour two years ago. Yeah, it was one of those, it's a two-tone thing, you know, like a gray hat with like a darker colored blue bill or some darker colored bill. I don't know. It just didn't appeal to me. The design didn't appeal to me. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So the hat was out. And then apparently I haven't shopped for (laughs) concert shirts in a long time either because I was shocked at the price. Just t-shirts. $40. Now, is that the way it is now? Or, or gonna keep that lower maybe it is. I don't know. It used to be like sweatshirts were $40. And uh, t-shirts were like 30 You know, or 25 or something like that. Uh, $40 for a t-shirt. I couldn't believe it. And the designs were more of the cartoony hand-drawn kind of stuff that he's been having lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I don't know. I saw some of the, like that that, that kind of tie-dye blue and white 
hoodie or sweatshirt. Well, that was seventy-five bucks. Yeah, but, but it looked nice though. I thought it it looked nice. That was the nicest thing there, but I wasn't going to spend seventy-five bucks. And then you pointed out the uh, Jimmy Buffett for President shirt, which yeah. sounded kind of stupid until I saw that it had the the tour name on it. Yeah. Then it's kind of more interesting because then you can show that it was the election year. Yep. 2016. I don't know 2016, and that kind of makes more sense. Jimmy Buffett for president. I don't know 2016, but still, it wasn't enough. That that little gag gift wasn't enough for me to to actually to go ahead and pay for it. Nah. So neither one of us pulled the trigger on any purchasing. Yeah. Yeah, I've got so many souvenirs from all the old tours. I I put them all in a big box, and occasionally I'll come across it, and I'll open it up, and I'll go, "Oh my god, I forgot I even had these." So, well, I think to me, so it's like, why even bother buying more? The pricing crossed that line for me. Thirty dollars, okay. I'll, I'll, you know, if I like the shirt, I'll pull the trigger. Thirty dollars, forty dollars, then you know, now it's getting kind of ridiculous. I'm thinking it's a little much for me, unless I really loved it. So, I don't know. And I did really like that sweatshirt, but not for $75. <laughs> well, I was so busy taking photos and shooting video of the merchandise stand that I'm going to have to look at my phone later tonight or tomorrow and find out what we're talking about. Yeah. Check it out, see what you think. Let me know. I don't... Yeah, then I'll be pissed. Why didn't I buy I, it? I, Damn, I love it. How come I didn't see this last night? I love this cartoony script here. And as we were walking up to it, somebody's somebody was going, oh man, you can buy this stuff cheaper online. And yeah. it's like, no, you, no can't. you can't. You can't buy it online. You're talking about the old Caribbean Soul type shirts. Right. These, these are these are shirts. tour shirts, you idiot. Yeah, you're not gonna unless you want to go out online. to the parking lot and buy bootleg shirts. Which I didn't see, by the way. Unless but. you want to buy them on eBay, but then, no, you're not going to get them cheaper. Uh, so, I guess that's it. So there you have it. But uh, I enjoyed it. Good time. I liked Pine Knob again. It was fun to have Jimmy there. He seemed genuinely happy to be there. Yeah, he had a lot of good things to say about the venue. Yep. And uh, I have to be my customary curmudgeonly self and say that I got my hopes really high up for this tour because of all the talk about playing rare songs huh. and I'm, I'm just disappointed that he knows our weak spot <laughs> yeah he's that he's not really playing rare songs yeah. but I mean I, I guess it's the thought that counts it's nice that he's that he's dangling that carrot yeah. well apparently he realizes that's a good marketing angle people yeah, I just people wish want. and I, th- I think playing three songs well you know, here I am talking about talking about it like a diehard fan instead of as a as someone who's trying to attract a, a loud loud vocal audience. I want to hear three songs from Son of a Sailor plus the songs you would usually play from Son of a Sailor. Exactly, those should be discounted. The, but as the soon songs as you, you know by heart, should yeah, but, not count. But I'm I'm trying to see it from Jimmy's point of view because as soon as he sings a rare song from Son of a Son of a Sailor, everybody's gonna head to the lavatory. But that's what I want him to do. But that's what. He's but I also want to force those people to stay in their seats and listen to it. Uh, I want it both ways. Well, did you notice how many people were heading out for a Cowboy in the Jungle? No, I didn't. Yeah, there were people sitting and, and heading out to the bathroom. I was, uh, I was, I was gonna say I was listening to the song, but I wasn't. I was probably videotaping the song. Yeah, I was thinking, no, what's wrong with you people? Now, the one time I really noticed when people fled was right at the first encore song, and especially the second encore song. Everybody's on the phone. Yep. Yeah, for sure. There's a mess. Those Texas. people wanted out. Yep, they were done. That was their out. But I really wish that uh, not only doing the door number three list, but also doing concentrating on a particular album per show, I was really hoping to hear something really rare that I hadn't heard before. And that didn't happen. Yeah. 
But it was a good show. I mean, it's always a good show. I did enjoy myself. Yep. No. This is the feet fun. are aching, but I did enjoy myself. Yeah, it was a lot of standing. We sat briefly <laughs> only the one time. Screw sandals. And so it's, for me, it was more I'm bringing my standing. slippers next time. I had all day standing Friday, all day, most of the day this morning. There's a lot of standing. So, I guess that's it. Where where are we? We're still on uh, 75, right, right near, uh, we just got on the freeway. Okay. So this traffic is just horrible. I mean, we're driving so slow, you'd think we were on just like a regular road with with stoplights on it, but yeah, we're on the know. expressway. We are on 75, and it's clearly, uh, it's yeah, clearly the, concert traffic. The roads are really messed up because a major expressway is closed for the summer. So, yeah, but that's not around here. This this should be. The, see the cans, the the barrels are moved off to the side. There's three lanes here. This shouldn't be this bad. Oh, did you notice that gigantic? captain in the in front of us oh, the guy yeah, with the yeah. captain's hat yep was he like a freak of nature or was everybody around him just really short no he's a tall guy yep I can't believe it that's then, not uh, any taller than the, remember the woman I had sitting in front of me at, at the first uh, Comerica show no oh man she was like she had to be like 6'5 woman she uh, I, I think a volleyball player or something so I heard somebody say mm. She was just huge. I got a picture of it. My yes. view was the back of her head. This really string bean guy was several rows in front of us. He wasn't blocking our view, but he was getting in every kind, every photo that I tried to take. He was in. He was blocking some member of the band with his with his head on top of this big long stalk of a neck. And then when he he took his hat off and he's waving it around, it's like his arm doubled the length of his body. He reminded me of that the first alien that comes out of the mothership in Close Encounters. <laughs> All arms. So, uh, if you do take a look at my photos, you probably see him in the foreground of pretty much every one of them. Huh. Yeah. The crowd was pretty, uh, pretty into it. You know, there was a lot of drinking. It was, wasn't as bad as usual, though, as far as drunks are concerned. Oh, excuse me. Except for me sitting next to you drinking a beer as you drive. <laughs> they don't say don't drink and ride. <laughs> True. You were talking about drunks. In the yeah, audience. I didn't. I, I didn't. Uh, no, no. Normally, those the shows you notice, uh, like tons of people falling down drunk. It's really, really bad. But <laughs> it's not that like bad. The guy last year that fell in the aisle. Yeah, he was lying on his back in the aisle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, but yeah, it's. Uh, I think it was a more uh, controlled crowd. I mean, we had drunks around. Get that guy, there was a guy two rows ahead of us that was kind of going nuts. Almost fell over a couple times. Mm. I didn't notice that. Yeah. The guy from the lounge that sat next to me was was uh, in the cups, as they say. <laughs> but he he wasn't bad. He was just he kept wanting to talk to me, and like like <laughs> exchange reviews of songs and and lyrics and stuff and it's like I don't want to I'd rather you know pay attention to the stage <laughs> so I wasn't giving him anything and the other irritating it, the other irritating thing was we were both large men so there was no elbow room at all when he was when he was in the row so I was kind of grateful when he took off and went back to the lounge I presume he went back to the lounge yeah well he was uh, he had one of the royal bracelets on Mm. Which is like an extra super class of VIP, apparently, where you get free refills and that's drinks. Probably, and that's probably what. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. About and I that. thought we were doing awesome because oh, we have VIP tickets. We're gonna we mm-hmm. have VIP parking right up in the front near the venue. Um, we have access to this VIP lounge, which had a big lineup to get into it. Yeah, we did not go to the lounge. We we th- we tried to once we got in the venue. Because we're figuring out what the heck. Let's check out the lounge, and it was packed. Yep. You could see, you could see people, people waiting to get their uh, credentials checked, and then beyond that, you could see a mass of people inside the the lounge. 
it wasn't any better in there than it was outside. So it's like, yeah, you just you're you're going into a crowd. Damn, I can't reach the cooler now. <laughs> it's behind me. Oh, the other thing I forgot to mention was Jimmy's elaborate light show now. Oh, yeah. Yep. He thinks he's Paul McCartney or something, because now he's got Verilites that move around, and then this big lighting grid shaped like a question mark that descends from the rafters. Then, you know, when it descended, I didn't even notice it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't notice it until they... Until it reascended, it did. Well, it didn't come down all the way. It just came. It was already at a slant, and it just came down at less of a slant, yeah. or more of a slant. Less of a yeah, less of a slant. And I didn't notice it. More of a slant until I saw it move. I saw it move when they started to pull it back up, and I thought, "Oh crap!" So they had lowered it. And I wondered how long it had been down. Big old uh, question mark. Made of like uh, metal, yeah, like, like girders, like yeah. Tinker Toy question mark. Yeah. And the stage had question marks all around it. And I like the uh, the parrot and the shark. I guess. Yeah, it would be a dolphin. I guess it would be a shark. That uh, were shrugging. I thought that was kind of cute. Yep. yep. There's little question marks everywhere. Little bamboo question marks. So they really uh, went into this whole I don't know thing. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a better way to say it, but I can't. They uh, really played up the theme of this tour name more than other tour names I've seen. Yeah, the whole clairvoyant coconut thing. Which is kind of ironic, you'd, you'd think. Since they obviously didn't put too much thought into the tour name, but then they put lots of thought into playing up the, the tour name. Well, that's what they're good at. <laughs> they're good at playing things up. Jeez, we're only at Baldwin. That's like the first exit after Sashabon. Oh, wow. Jeez. So what, we drove a mile? Or two miles? Pretty much, that's it. Um, yeah, I was, I was really curious what the clairvoyant coconut was going to be like because I only heard it at the Nashville show. But then the fourth show, I think, of the May leg got broadcast on, Red on Margaritaville TV because for some reason they're only broadcasting every fourth or fifth show on Margaritaville TV. And then I finally got to see what he looked like. So that was kind of spoiled. I could have kept it as a surprise and found out how they're dealing with the clairvoyant coconut. Because I was thinking of the Tiki Time tour where they had that big Tiki Time mask or doll or whatever it is with the with the flappy mouth that would talk to Jimmy. So yeah. I was wondering, is the co clairvoyant coconut a prop? Is it a, like a coconut Muppet that somebody's um, manipulating on stage? And then it turned out to be an animation on the screen. Yep. The music in the background is from... Oh. Mike's phone, because because he's a loser and forgot to renew his SiriusXM subscription. Yep. So he doesn't have Radio Margaritaville, so we can't listen to the replay of the of tonight's concert. Yep. Which is normally our routine, because when we head home, we usually catch in time to catch the replay right from the beginning. Yep. And we would be able to hear the entire concert. Yeah. And still be miles and miles from your house. Yep. Yeah, we're still what? We're still in Auburn Hills. Did we ever close the show? No, we're still recording. Yeah, I never, huh. I never no. bothered to stop. I, I'm sure we have not. So that about wraps it up. <laughs> We've got so you're gonna have to do some serious editing. Yeah, now. but. Um, that about wraps it up for this episode <laughs> for me and Mike it's the closest we can come to a, <laughs> to a full-fledged episode of Wasting Away on the North Coast we have to do it on the way home from an actual concert but like I said that about wraps it up for this episode thanks for listening you can contact, contact us at podcast at wastingaway.net 
podcast at northcoastcast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook is North Coast Cast. Twitter is W-A-O-T-N-C. And uh, that about wraps it up. Right. How many times have I said that about wraps it up? Wraps it up. What I meant was wrap that, up? that about wraps up the episode was the first one. That about wraps it up for our for our credits for the ways you can contact us. So there were two things I was wrapping up. Two separate things I was wrapping up. It's a lot of wrapping up. So that about wraps up my explanation about why I said that about wraps it up twice. And the key words of the day. <laughs> So thanks for listening. <laughs> yes. It's good to be back. <laughs> Short summer, long day, hit the beaches, catch some.